Three, two, one. And hello, everybody. Welcome to Afterlife. I am Jay Wade. Holy shit, fuck Batman. We got one today. That's right. We are on now on episode number 32. And if you recognize that laugh, we've got a very special guest here tonight. And we're not going to mess around, so let me get right to introducing uh, my fellow hosts here at Afterlife. Uh, once again, we got Mike. How you doing, bud? Oh, I am just great, Wade. Just freaking great. Me too, man. Um, I know. I know. Uh, Sarah's excited. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so excited. And Kaylin, of course. How you doing, Kaylin? I am so excited to have our <laughs> guest on tonight. <laughs> I am too. Uh, oh, ladies and are. gentlemen, you've uh, you've seen her and or heard her on Collider Live, and now on the new uh, Schmoes Internet. Is it Schmoes or Schmodown Internet? Entertainment Schmoes? Schmoes Entertainment Network. Schmoes okay. Entertainment Network. Yes. Everybody, Kate Mulligan is here with us tonight. Hello, Hello. Kate. How are you? Hi. I feel like you guys are this nice to everybody. <laughs> uh, we try to be, but you get, you get a little special treatment. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. Believe me. <laughs> um, as excited as uh, as I personally am to have you on, I know Kaylin and Sarah are so much more excited than uh, than myself and Mike included, probably. Uh, yeah. um, so actually, I'm going to hand it over to Kaylin and let Kaylin get us started into uh, tonight's show. Let's let's do it, Kaylin. Awesome. Okay, so uh, Kate, you've had a busy day today, I believe. <laughs> yes. So um, yes. Collider Live um, and Sen Live stream and then yes. tonight and then this exactly yeah it's yes. a big day guys so i do have a question for you so yes. uh, you're you've been doing these um schmoes entertainment network live streams yes. and yes. i obviously have been listening and stalked oh you gosh. on it today you also um, had the line you had the line of the day everybody kaylin had the absolute funniest line today she suggested <laughs> for those of you who don't know she suggested that uh they have like a basically an idiot's uh schmodown <laughs> She's like, for for me, she didn't say it that way. She was very kind about it. But she's like, for me and Winston and Brett, where it's like, it's like, it's like softball questions, such as, what year did the 1989 Batman come out? <laughs> That's funny. That's it was, great. It, it was the biggest laugh Christian gave all day. Um, well, yeah, I girl. appreciate that. And it's I true. actually... I want that personally for myself because <laughs> I watch the Schmodown a lot like I watch Jeopardy yeah. in yes. the sense of I'm enjoying it, but I don't know what the hell they're talking about most of totally. the time. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Um, Believe me. My husband just says Eric Bana as the answer to everything. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be, what year did Titanic come out? Eric Bana. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I don't think they're right, baby, but okay. Um, but yes, I, so I had a ton of fun watching that. I'm loving the live streams. So oh, are, great. um, I know that, um, obviously Christian's hinting that 
uh, he's going to be doing more stuff with the Schmoes Entertainment Network and whatnot. Um, has he involved you in any of that? Is there anything that you can give us a sneak peek of? Yeah, I don't, I mean, there's, I don't think, I, he's sort of basically saying the same thing on air that he's saying to me. Basically, you know, like, the Schmoes is his baby. So, right. he, he's just trying to nurture his baby and get his baby, he's just breastfeeding the baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, I think, uh, the thing that's amazing about Christian is that, like, he has a vision, and then he hustles for it, and he just he just like throws his back into it, and he just makes it happen. So I think right now, I mean, like he said, like you know, I really want to, I really want to, you know, get this thing off the ground. And I think it's because I do think that like it's just I think it's the same thing that he keeps saying on the live stream is like you know it's not necessary like not everybody wants to always like not everybody's the biggest schmoes fan, and I think he wants to build the base a bit too because it doesn't have to just be I think he feels like he's got all these different people in his life, and it's not just people that know movie trivia, and I think he sort of wanted to branch out, obviously the primary focus is gonna be movie trivia, but he's even talked about like Brett uh me. Ellis and him going on like stand up tours and stuff like that, like just going around and doing stand up, doing a, a, a schmo down in a certain city, and then also us finding a, a venue to do stand up. Because um, nobody's ever going to see me compete in a schmo down. <laughs> I mean, like, unless the answer is Laura Dern from Jurassic Park, I got nothing. Um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's sort of. He seems, I mean, he's, he's involved me a lot, which I don't know if that's because he wants me involved a lot or if it's just because he knows I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little of both. He's like, I know this broad doesn't have anything else to do. <laughs> well, I, for one, would, uh, pay good money to see all y'all come do some stand up um sp- uh, specifically if y'all would come you know this way and by this way I'm in Biloxi Mississippi oh, which you, I, listen <laughs> let me tell you something I could hear in your voice you are a Mississippi gal you could <laughs> I can I also feel like whenever I speak with anybody with a southern accent I accidentally start speaking with a southern accent <laughs> so I'm sorry I'm not I'm not trying to appropriate the way you speak but it just happens sometimes <laughs> that is fine we speak the best way <laughs> that's right that is correct <laughs> um so um I am really 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 digging any time that you are on Collider Live. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Well, oh, I agree. love Collider. Yes, <laughs> oh, yes. thanks, Sarah. Like, agreed, agreed. <laughs> Sarah, also, I have to say, for whatever reason, your connection, you sound like somebody that's getting interviewed on NPR. Like, that does like a... Oh, great. We're talking to, we're talking to, uh, the, the, the teacher from a school. And it's like, <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor there, but I'm like, ooh, she's on NPR. <laughs> So we'll take that as a compliment or? Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Okay, okay, good, good. Yeah. So does that mean that everyone who's being interviewed on NPR is like hiding in a closet or yes. wherever it is that you're yes. at right now, Sarah? Yeah. Yes. Hiding in the corner no, it feels of the hotel like, that I'm at. Yeah, I actually was going to say it feels more like you're out in the field. You're like, it feels like you're the, like, Today we're going to PS 36 <laughs> in Lower Brooklyn. Da, 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 like that's what it sounds like. Anyway. Neither here nor there. That is awesome. So, um, this week, one thing that you and, well, I say this week, it was literally today, you and Doreen, <laughs> but it felt like, uh, a thousand years ago because yeah. hours have elapsed since I know. then. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
and I don't know if you feel this way. I have an 11 week old baby and hours elapsing feel, can feel like years elapsing. Because what do so you much mean can, you have an 11 week old baby? How are you functioning? I'm, well, I let her sleep in the bed with me. She stole it from the me. hospital. She's yeah. doing good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Sis, first of all, sister, you let her sleep in that bed with you if that's working for you. Because unless uh, she you're sleeps drunk. through the yeah. night. Yeah. You know what? Well, I'm, I so, got to hang up, guys. I got to go. Sorry. Bye. I got to go. <laughs> so mad about that. She sleeps through the night in 11 weeks. Um, wow. Well, she's, she's been sleeping through the night for a few weeks now, but okay, only you because... you could have downplayed that. Um, I, well, only because she's sleeping in the bed with me, which was not the plan. I am not, I like, the pro, like, I'm not the pro co-sleeping until they're, you know, 15 years old and yeah. whatever. I'm not that person. But I chose sleep over yep. boundaries. Yep. And yep, yep, yep. that's just the life, life I'm living right now. Let so. me tell you something right now. <laughs> all of it can be knocked out of her at four months if you want to sleep train. I slept with my second baby every single night of his life for the first four months. And on the first day of his fourth month, I put him in his crib and I walked out of the room and I let him cry. And then we've never gone back. <laughs> so wow. just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> mentally prepared for that yet, yeah. but <laughs> I understand. Uh, I will probably get there. Um, oh God. Well, oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, um, you, this morning you and Darina were talking about how just because you sat in Darina's chair last week, that somehow that meant that you were taking Darina's place and that somehow the females on Collider Live are like interchangeable and always Mm. in competition and you have to like pick a team. And I was just wondering what your perspective and maybe the perspective of you and Darina and Roxy, you know, behind the scenes is on that, because I personally find it kind of annoying. I more like that. And I have to say, I find it annoying. I, listen, I don't care any, I don't care if anybody says anything mean about it. That's fine. I, everybody's entitled to their opinion. And like, if you feel like you have to be mean about somebody on, I mean, I got to tell you, I read these comments about Roxy and I don't know how she deals with it because like people eat her alive online mm. and I hope she just doesn't go on. She and I, because I'm on Fridays now, she and I don't ever see each other anymore. But right. Darina and I always sort of like, Darina's the biggest badass on the planet. Like, I will never be in competition with her. I want her, like, if somebody was like, who should be on the show, you or Darina, I would never say me. She is obviously so perfect for the show. And, like, it's there's zero competition whatsoever. But because she was going to be gone because she was doing the the fest, Christian's like, okay, you sit there today. Da, 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 da. It was as simple as that. He's not trying to get me to take over for Darina. And somebody's like... You know, people will go on and, like, leave these comments and they're like, uh, you know, Christians, well, I think Christians trying to get her out. This is the plan all along. Like, whatever. And it's just like, nobody, I really don't feel like anybody has ever said, and I'm not somebody that's like, oh, women get treated so unfairly. I, I mean, part of me being a, like, you know, if you can call me a feminist is that, like, I want to be treated the same. Like, I don't need any special treatment. <laughs> so what I, but what I sort of feel like is, like, Really, like if Christian's gone, nobody thinks Christian's being replaced by the other male in the room. Do you know what I mean? And suddenly right. it's like, because I was in that spot, I don't know. The whole thing's ridiculous. But Darina and I really have a laugh. Is like, well, I'll show up to the Collider Studios and like, there's always two guys like whispering somewhere, like something's up. And I'll be like, I'll like come in. I'll be like, what's going on? She's like, boys, drama. <laughs> I just, I just laugh at her so much because she's like, 
she is the most drama free person. And these men are sort of like, there's always a crisis at the Collider Studios. There's always like whispering somewhere. Somebody's mad about something. You know, there's like hushed tones. And like Doreen and I roll in and we're like, we're going to do the same. <laughs> so I have to say there's, there's very little drama between us and I feel like no ill will. And I just guess that, you know, it's, I, people can't imagine that there could be more than one female at a time. <laughs> That's what I don't get. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I am, I'm with you. I am, yeah. I am not, uh, always looking to pick a fight. Yes. Uh, you know, yeah. not always looking for the mistreatment, but I'm just ecstatic that there's seem he Christian has made a point to always make sure that there's a female voice in the room. Yes. Yes. And but God forbid there's two. I know. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, I don't yeah. I don't know what that's all about, but I am just to me, you've just been and What's funny is Mike went on and uh to to try to figure out how far back you've been on the show and apparently it was what uh March March I yeah. think yeah 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 Friday and yeah Friday that's right <laughs> and um Thanks, Mike so it just it feels like you've just been on it's just been so natural like having you Aww. um phase into the show it's just been great and I've been loving it. And, but I could tell immediately, like, oh, there's more than one female. Yeah. There's going to be problems. Well, because, I mean, you know, women, we are dramatic. That's, that's So the first show I was on was with just Darina. And, or no, the first show I was on was with just Roxy. And people, that everybody was, no, what am I saying? The first show I was on, I think I was the only woman in the room. Yeah, you were. And yeah. that, Okay, thank you, Mike. Mike, you, you are all over this. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, and and so then the next time was Roxy, and then I remember reading all these comments. Is it just me, or is there tension between Roxy and Kate? <laughs> just like <laughs> Roxy and I are not in competition. She's twenty years old, if that. Uh, like, <laughs> like I always, I always, it's like a, it's a joke I make all the time. Like I saw her outfit that she wore to Fright Fest last night. I was like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't wear the same outfit today. That would have been so embarrassing. <laughs> she had like a cat suit on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I maybe, maybe 20 years ago could have worn a cat suit, but that's like 20 years ago. Like that's how old she actually is. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no, there's no competition. Roxy's thing is not comedy. That's my, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, she's got knowledge. She does her work. She's a personality. There was no ill will between us at all. And I think it was because like she had something, she had said something like, Oh yeah, I got on the Tron and I'd made a joke like the Tron. Cause like it, instead of saying Jumbotron or whatever, I wasn't making fun of her. It was just something if anybody had said that, I'd be like, Oh, you like almost like you're on a first name basis with the Tron, whatever it was. <laughs> like, and people were like, is it just me or is there weird energy? I'm like, it's just you, you weirdo. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so. How did you come to meet, like, get get into this gang of Christian and Ellis just from the comedy scene? Yeah, Christian. I mean, Christian and Ellis both. We we all did this. Um, we all did comedy at this place called Room Five out in LA. I actually don't know there because I've been I'd sort of been out of stand up for so long, and now I live in the Valley, so I'm not really in LA at all. But it, it was this little comedy club above a restaurant, and we would be there every week doing the show, and like. Christian actually had done a pilot called, he'd like written a pilot and like 
Eliza Schlesinger, I can never say her last name. Sorry, Eliza, if you're listening. Um, she was like the lead of it. And like, he put me in and that's when Ellis and I sort of became really good friends. It's like, we hung out all day on the set. Like I was barely being used. Like I was just a pal of Christians and he was sort of like, he was in a couple of things, but like for the most part, we just dicked around on set the whole day. And I was like, Oh, this guy's like, I mean, you guys know Ellis is the funniest person. And also just like, it's my brand of humor in the sense, like, I can tell, like, he, you can just tell he's a, he's a good dude. You know what I mean? Right. You just, yeah. he's not, like, making jokes at anybody's expenses, or expense. So, um, but, like, yeah, Christian and I was just sort of, we, we were, like, pals from doing that show together. And he had been asking me for a while, as you, like, you've got to do this podcast. You got to, you know, got to come on. I'm like, I just, in my head, I was like, I'm just going to embarrass myself because I didn't understand that it wasn't the Schmodown. I was like, I'm just, you're just setting me up to embarrass myself. And then he's like, no, no, no. And then the selling point was literally, he's like, we're in Burbank. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, yeah. So I was like, oh, you mean I just have to get in my car and roll four minutes down the hill? Okay. (laughs) Let's try this out. And then when I did it, I was like, oh my God, why didn't I do this sooner? This is so much fun. Um, And I just feel like, I, you know, I do feel like, I do feel like a weak link when it comes to like the movie stuff. But, um, but it was also cool. Like last week when I was on, getting to interview those guys from the movie. Um, oh God, the, the movie about the Jersey shore. It was like, you know, I'd gotten, I got sent the screener and got to like view it. And like, I can do my research, you know, and, and that was fun to sort of conduct that interview. And um, anyway, it's, yeah, that's, but that's how I got to know them. Oh well, God. I for okay. one, Oh God. Sorry. I was saying, Oh God. Cause I thought I lost you. No, 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 no. You're <laughs> okay. still there. Uh, I think we're all just like list. We're uh, I imagine we're all sitting at our desks at home with our hands under our chins, just like listening and taking it all in. Yes, so that's what exactly. I'm doing. Almost, Mike, yeah. <laughs> Mike, are you playing Tetris? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But honest to God, I am with you in the sense that, like, if I want my, you know, if I want to hear about movies, I like I like it when they talk about movies. It's fine. But if I want to hear my movie news, I'll go to Movie Talk. If I want to hear yeah. my Star Wars news, I'll go to Jedi Council, you know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, so I love it best when it's that just stuff that you can't even explain to anybody. Just, yeah. like, what are you listening to? I Yeah. I don't people, know. People <laughs> talking? <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, uh, that's the big issue I'm having with, uh, plugging this podcast to like family mm. and friends is, uh, what is it about? Well, it's about a YouTube show. Well, what's the YouTube show about? Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not, here's the thing. Your show isn't the problem. It's Collider Live is the problem. That's hard. <laughs> Like, your, yours is like a simple log line. It's a show about a show. Oh, cool. I can get behind that. What's the show about? Uh, people talking? Yes. <laughs> and it just depends what, uh, yeah. what happened that morning in their lives. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I just, I for one, um, really love it when y'all get off on tangents about your personal life. Yes. So, yeah. uh, did anything fun or interesting happen today that we could hear about? Yeah, let me think. Um, or crazy gosh. or chaotic or. Well, it's so funny because I, I had, um, I had brought up, um, like, you know, they, Christian says to me, Christian's, he's, it's so funny because like, 
he really like runs the show online, but like he doesn't like he doesn't coordinate things. Do you know what I mean? He's not like the one that's like come to Universal Horror Night. So when he said to me on the show today, how come you didn't go? And Riley had to be like, oh, she wasn't invited. <laughs> and then, and I was like, I was like, well, it's fine, guys, because I was having a fight with my husband anyway. <laughs> I show up to Christian's house to tape the um, Schmoes Entertainment Network, and he was like, hey, uh, what was the big fight about? <laughs> oh, my I was gosh. Like, it's, I was like, it's fine. It's fine. Marriage is hard. It's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, you know, the, the, um, we were also talking about, I, and I sort of wish I got to um, finish this story. I was starting to say it on the Schmoes Entertainment Network. But earlier today, something did happen to me. I, so I, I don't put makeup on most days. Like if you've, if you've seen me on Instagram, I'm, I, just, I, I just can't be bothered. But on days <laughs> that I go on pod, the podcasts, I will put a face on, right? So John Roca had commented on it like a couple podcast, a couple Collider Lives ago. He's like, I'm just, I can't, I've just never seen Kate with makeup on. She's always like, on Instagram looking like she's sweating. I'm like, okay, this is great. <laughs> so, so I put on, I put on a face today and I'm bringing my son to school, bef- um, or picking my son up from school and I have to sort of cross in front of this guy at a stoplight, uh, walking from my car. And he's like, I was like, sorry if I just was parking crazy. And he's like, oh, no problem. He's like, I have to ask woman as pretty as you what's your name and i was <laughs> flabbergasted because no like it's not a thing that happens to me <laughs> and i was also like i'm going to pick my kid up from his preschool what is happening and all i could answer to him was my name is someone else's wife <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know how else to respond and then i said i'm like that was a pretty good answer but it was also like a little bitchy he was being very kind about it and like it wasn't like mm. it wasn't like whoa like he wasn't like cat calling at me but he was just anyway it was a very strange thing that happened and then i got home and my neighbor was um over helping my husband with like some potting things in our backyard because they're like the gardeners and she was like, oh, how nice you have makeup on. You look great. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. People really can't stand my naked face. <laughs> so true. Well, I'm just saying, true, I'm just saying. I'm just saying people have come out today oh. to tell me how good I look, specifically <laughs> on the day that I put my face on. So, um, so there I- you have it. I, for one, love all your tips on Instagram. Okay. Uh, I especially love your demonstration of the um, eyelashes, the yeah. magnetic have you ever, Kaylin, have you ever tried those before? <laughs> no, but now they're the most to buy some. It's the most absurd thing. I honestly got was like, this cannot be real. So I looked at them and I was like, you know what? If I If I got magnetic eyelashes, I would be tempted to put eyelashes on more frequently because mascara, you have to take it off at the end of the day and blah, 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 blah. So I ordered them. They're my eyes like twice as wide as they made these, and they they go on your eyelashes in a straight line. They don't curve with so it just looks like you're wearing like half an eyelash straight across. It's like a unibrow on your eyelash. It doesn't it's, it's like it doesn't even I was like, this can't be real. And the and the amount of money I spent for like a nine pack from Costco was like oh I'm like, I have nine. I'm not gonna I, there's nothing I can do with these. So I have Nine to make a video of it. 
eyelashes or nine like pairs? Nine, nine pairs. Maybe it wasn't okay. nine. Maybe it was six pairs. Whatever it was, it was Still, like. Still. It was, yes, that's, thank yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, Mike, what a sucker I am. <laughs> Mike, these these are female problems, dude. Yeah. Buying yeah. fake eyelashes. <laughs> yeah, how how like, were they I'm magnetic? <laughs> it was that's like my, one on top. You put one on yes, top you of put, your eyelashes and one like, below. Look up. Yes. Oh and and they like sort of oh. like. And here's the thing. I had seen. They basically like, they're supposed to like sandwich your real eyelashes, which mm-hmm. in theory and on the Instagram video that sold them to me <laughs> was a great idea. <laughs> but in practice, I don't know if I have fat eyes. I don't know if my eyes are too curvy. These things went on straight like a ruler. They hugged my eyelash, but then they would like slip down halfway because the magnets are too wow. heavy to be on eyelashes. Anyway, <laughs> that would freak That's, me out. It was, yeah, I mean, have something it was like no that good. close to my eye. Oh no. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah. it's, it was, that, that was sort of the least freaky part of it. The way it looked was pretty freaky. <laughs> it looked like I needed like an eye surgery. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it almost looked like the morning after, like yes. when yes. you've, you've had fake eyelashes on. Mm. Like, yes. Then you went to the club. Yes. That is exactly. Exactly. Yes, that is exactly. It. It's like you came home drunk from a wedding, and we're like, "I'm gonna, I'll take it on in the morning." And you woke up with one on your like cheek. That's what it. That's and that was the look. I guess I was supposed to go for. But yeah. Well, if that's the look you're going for, this is a great yeah. product. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you but, want straight across half eyelashes, have I got a brand for you? <laughs> but if anyone who's listening to this is not following Kate on Instagram, you are doing yourself a big disservice. It will well, be your, you. your comedy of the day. <laughs> yeah. um, I did. I have to say, if some, if anybody's joining Instagram now, you're going to see there's some sporadic posts. I tried to keep it in stories so that the grid would be sort of comedy driven, but September was alopecia awareness month. So I did uh, like, not like they were ever truly very serious, but my son has alopecia. So I was doing sort of informational stuff in the stories, but there was a couple that were too long. So I had to put them in the grid. That's not typical. September's almost over. So I'm done with that for now. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, people are going to join and be like, what? She's talking about bald people. Come on. This lady's not funny. <laughs> Oh, you well, are absolutely funny. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, and I, I know we uh, we don't have you for too much longer here tonight, yeah. and uh, we want to get a game in with you before yes, we let yes. you go. Perfect. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, this is Mike's specialty here. Mike is kind of our uh, Josh McCuga of Afterlife here, as far as games Love and whatnot. It. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Mike explain what we're gonna do here with you. Perfect. Yeah, it's, this is the first time we're doing it on After Live. This is exclusive for this episode, and we're going to continue yeah. to do it in the future here. This is Rapid Fire. Basically, since he said Josh McCuga, this is actually Josh McCuga's thing at the end, oh. end of the Josh McCuga show, where he does the yes. Rapid Fire questions. So yes. we took that concept and we added our own questions to it. Some are short answers, some are this or that. Okay. And you just, so we'll have three minutes. We'll, all of us will ask you a question. Okay. You just answer them. Quick as possible, on okay. top of your head. Okay, so perfect. Um, <laughs> real quick before we get going, uh, <laughs> Mike, why don't you start us off, and then Kaylin, Sarah, and then I'll go in in our round robin rotation of asking questions. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so I got you guys. Let me just crack a Gatorade real quick. That's <laughs> okay, your timer, Mike. No, I'm going to start the timer now. Coffee or tea? 
Oh, coffee. Uh, bacon or sex? Bacon. <laughs> uh, Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Soda or pop? Okay. Oh, it, it was pop when I was a kid, but it's soda now. I've sold out, you guys. I left the Midwest. I'm so sorry. <laughs> have you been kicked? Have you been kicked out of a bar? No. She <laughs> says with regret. Um. Besides Holly Hunter, can you do any other impressions? Yes. <laughs> Will you do one for us? Um, okay, yeah. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I used to work at a company, and I used to do – I actually, like, when I left the company after seven and a half years of working there, I did a roast of every single per- – I did an impression of every single person in the office. So those oh I will not do because that that will not read. But I do an Elmo. Not that that's impressive. I'm trying to think what other ones you guys might care about. Uh, what about, about Elmo? You, yeah, Elmo's impressive. Okay, let me let me see if I can let me see if I can land my Elmo. <clears throat> Emma, Emma loves Emma loves to talk to you. No, it's not. See, it's not good tonight. <laughs> Emma loves Emma loves to talk to Afterlife. <laughs> that was great. That was really good. It was medium. Yeah. It was medium. It was medium, oh, guys. Bad. It was medium. <laughs> Sarah. Oh, my turn. Uh, favorite candle scent. Uh, let me see. Uh, candles. <laughs> this one's a hard one. Um, <laughs> um, 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 oh, it's called Paper White. It's by Archipelago. Anyway, Paper White it's called. Ooh. Um, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Three licks to the center of the Tootsie Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Who's funnier when having drinks? Uh, Christian or Ellis? Ellis. Sorry, um, I said that so emphatically. <laughs> <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, um, uh, oh, if people, um, people, uh, when they cut you off in their car and they don't give you like a, a thanks or a sorry, I feel like everything is excusable with a sorry, but as soon as you don't do it, then I rage. Mm. Uh, yes or no, oatmeal raisin cookies. Ugh. <laughs> no, I can only give a yes or a no. I can't give a medium. <laughs> okay, no, we'll go. No, we'll go. No, I'm confident about that. No, no. Um, in in honor of Roxy's human eating fetish, who, yes. if you had to pick one person on the Collider crew to eat, who would it be? Christian with a C. Not Christian with a K. Oh, (laughs) didn't see that one coming. He, his funny and his build. Yeah, I just feel like he's the right guy. He's gonna have good flesh. Yeah, the shoulders. (laughs) Yeah, he's got like broad shoulders. There's meat on the bones. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna, we're gonna. If we can freeze parts of him, he's gonna last us a while. Yeah, he's he's good. And the last one here is of the Collider Live crew. Who would you like to punch in the face? <laughs> no mulligans on this one. No mulligans on this one. Nope. Okay, I will have to say, sad. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. I'm going. I'm going high up the chain, and I only will say this because. There was that day we were on and we got kicked off the air because yes. we had played too much of a clip. Yeah. 
And I did not appreciate, I'm not going to go into details, but I did not appreciate his reaction. And he can come at me for that. (laughs) And time. Excellent. Oh, that was great. You get the best answers. Oh, thanks, guys. (laughs) That's fun. So, and, and I'm not going to press you anymore, but I do have to ask a follow-up to the Thad thing. Yes. So, he really did come in hot like Christian said that he did. Oh, yeah. He came in. And also, like, I didn't know. Like, here's the thing you have to understand. I am I – don't, I don't care if I disclose this or not. I'm not being paid to be on Collider Live. I go there because Christian's my friend. He's asked me to do the show. I have a fun time. And for me, honestly, it's been such a gift for me to have – like you guys, I mean, just you guys are perfect examples. Nice fans who are thoughtful, intelligent. Like it's, it's just a great fan base. So like for me, I'm so, I don't care that I'm not getting paid to do it. So I didn't even know that Christian just was bringing me in. So he came mm. in hot. I'd never even met him. And I was like, who was that? And like, it was just Darina and we were just sort of like, that was not the greatest. It just felt, I, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But then when we were in Comic-Con, he was like, could not have been nicer, more to life. I mean, he's he's a great dude, but it was just like, if I have to pick one person to punch in the face, I mean, it's got to be him. <laughs> All right. Were you? <laughs> lucky winner of the, of the yeah. fist the knuckle sandwich. That's right. So the, the episode is now no longer in existence, but were you one of the people in there when him and Christian got in the fight on on air? No. Was this the was this the um, that was the Galaxy Edge. Galaxy yes. this was the this was the Disneyland no, uh, thing? Yes. But no, that's Christian, when Christian disclosed all of that where he's like, You ran in here and was you know well, he's yeah, he said so yeah, so Christian said to me when he explained to me, cause he was, there was a, there was an, an episode that I was on with Christian when he was like, you know, I learned my lesson about this too. Like, you know, I, I can't take things too seriously. You know, now I'm the guy that's like ranting about a, ranting about a, a theme park. But apparently what he said, what had happened was that he, um, sad, like eggs, like Christian's like, I'm not going to talk. He actually like said at the top of the show, like, listen, I'm not going to talk about it or whatever. And then Thad was like, no, you're going to talk about it. And like, mm-hmm. got, like got him to talk about it. Anyway, I, I don't, I, I need to, I shouldn't even be weighing in on this because I wasn't, I did not see it, but, um, it just seemed like, and then, and then Christian's like, you know, and then of course I went in on it. So, mm. yeah. Um, it made for some really entertaining stuff right there though. Um, well, listen, I, drama, it, drama is fun. There's no question about it. There's a reason reality television is still a thing. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I oh, didn't yeah. want to be in the room when it was no, happening. I know. Like, I'm happily on the other side of the camera watching, you know, but like, I don't want to be one of those people in that room. No, no, that's, (laughs) wow. So they had a fight, they had a fight on air. Yeah. 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 So I'm not giving, so I'm not the first one to spill tea on Thad. Thad spilled that tea on himself. Oh yeah. Yeah, It got got pretty bad. It got pretty heated too. Yeah. What you're describing is what happened. Um, and they, That episode's on gone. Air. They took it off the air. Like they took it yeah, off. Yeah, they oh, really? took it down. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. But- Thad basically, I, I, listen. Now I feel like I got to go deeper into what Thad basically came in the room and he start like like we were all children. He's like, "You guys are down." He's like, "This is why we say you don't play a whole clip." I don't know how many times I have to say it. You don't play a whole clip. 
like so he had come bursting in the door and like we're in the middle of like this great vibe show and like listen yeah okay that was a mistake we shouldn't have played it just seemed like it's the way like i yell at my kid when i'm at the end of a day and i'm have no interest in being respectful. Do you know what I mean? It's, right, it's right. I feel like it's, it had no, it had no place in a workplace as far as I was concerned. Well, I don't mm. mind saying that now, now that I know that y'all already saw it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that particular day, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. We've that seen was, yeah. There. yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> and I have, a, I have a question. I don't think either, either, you know, my baby screamed or something happened earlier or you didn't actually finish the story, but earlier on Essie and you're talking about how you actually proposed to your husband. Oh, yes. Or I can propose. Yeah. yeah, basically. Yes. So my husband proposed to me and we, he proposed to me on March 15th and we knew we were going to get married. Oh. Um, the, uh, a day, uh, uh, we knew we were going to get married May the following year, or once we decided we, we, we've set on a date. I didn't know I was getting proposed to, by the way. I had hoped, but I had no idea. So we knew that we, so a year, a year and two months was going to pass. So on the following March 15th, it occurred to me, I was like, you know, it's sort of unfair. Like men never get proposed to like, a real, the, a marriage starts with like it being one-sided. Like, do you mm. want to marry me? Yes. And then I was like, wait, I should ask him if he wants to marry me. So I told him I wanted to have lunch with him and I went to where he was working at the time and I took him out to lunch and I had this ring of, um, my great aunt that it was like, it was sort of was like a lightning bolt ring. It was, it's, it was a fake ring. It turned my finger green. It would eventually turn his finger green. But he's like, I like that Harry Potter ring. I mean, it wasn't even, it just had a light bulb <laughs> on it. And so I, I like, we left the office and I got down on a knee in the middle of the sidewalk. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, a year ago, you proposed to me. So I thought I proposed to you. D- Dickie, will you marry me? And he thought it was so great. He's like, yeah, I will. And I gave him the ring and then he called his mother. We, I mean, the invitations are already out. Like the flight, he, we're getting married two months from now. He calls his mom. He goes, Kate, Kate asked me to marry her. Like he wanted to like relive the moment. And she was like, what's happening? <laughs> Is everyone okay? Are you on drugs? Cause it did like, it, like, of course I was going to marry him. We, our wedding was two months away at that point, but she did not, she was not as charmed by me proposing back. <laughs> oh my god that's yeah. hilarious but i just but I wanted to hear lovely. the rest of that story and then y'all yeah. went in a different direction i'm like no i know that is the one thing i have to say about the schmoes entertainment network because we do have such a liability to get to all those um the super chats and the you know the stream lab i feel like we can't really i i actually love it because it does take us different directions but i feel like we never fully get to suss out one direction at a time i feel like we're sort of going this direction for a half pace, that direction for a half pace. I feel like we don't really get to like let things breathe, but at the same time, it's, you know, I do want to get to what everybody's saying and it's, you know, there's a time limit on it. So anyway, but yeah, that's, yeah. I yeah. personally think that y'all should just let Winston read as the robot. Rather it's so than... much better. It's so oh much my better. God. It was awesome. I'm He's... like, that was so much better than the robot. He is, I just met him, I guess, last Friday when we did Collider Live together. And I was like, who is this magic human? <laughs> and how can I make him be my friend? And he's just, yeah, he's such a sweetheart. He really is. And like, oh, and so funny, amazing. obviously, too. But I yeah. also have to say, like, 
I mean, you could all tell I have a pretty mediocre Elmo. I got to tell you, being in that room with him doing Obama is the strangest. If I close my eyes, I swear to God, it's like, it's like he's in the room with me. I'm like this, we should not be doing impressions in the same room. I, I will go in a closet and do an impression to myself before I ever do an impression with him again. <laughs> he's so much Yeah, more he's legit. good. <laughs> he is good. Yeah, it sounds so, so much like Obama. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I actually wish, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the comedian Cat Williams. We were talking about him before the show today and he did the Cat Williams voice perfectly really? as well. But wow. I don't, I mean, obviously more people have heard Obama speak than they have Cat Williams. So I don't think it's gonna, it's not, it's not the same pony trick. But oh my God. I'm like, oh, this is just Winston great at impressions <laughs> of black men, I guess. Let's see if he can do a Holly Hunter. (laughs) I've got the real gold there. Everybody's looking for a Holly Hunter impressionist. Oh, that sounds just like her, though. Like, so should he ever, like, lose her voice or something when they're making Incredibles 3, you know, they can just put you in there. Yeah. And no one will know the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Paulson. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her. Yes. She also yeah. does. She does an incredible, uh, she's a pal of mine from back in the day, but she, uh, she does an incredible oh, wow. character as well. Really? What? Um, yeah. I fell in, I first was introduced to her on, uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Oh my God. She was Harriet. I fell in love with her. Yeah. So great in that show. So great. She's- She's got that, um, she's got that Holly Hunter lisp as well. Like she's sort of bit, got that, yeah. like she's got that little bit of a thing. Like I, I don't know if I could do a Paulson, but, um, but yeah, she's, um, yeah, but she does, she, she also does a Drew Barrymore that's unreal. Oh, really? Wow. Mm. Yeah. Um, for yeah. me, Sarah Paulson will forever be the young Ellis Gray on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, she, wow. <laughs> yes. That's a deep Wow. Oh, oh, well, wow. not, not for me, considering I, I I, I'm obsessed with Grey's Anatomy and I just binged the whole 15 seasons. But, um, yeah, <laughs> wow. no, that's who she is. And that's been how many years, like a decade ago or. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe even more. Yeah. I wouldn't and, know. But oh. the, anytime I see her something, I'm like, there's Ellis Gray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. If you look at, I mean, she's, I feel like she's picked up so much heat, obviously, since Marsha Clark. Or Marsha Clark? Yeah, Marsha Clark. Yeah. Um, on the, but she, if you look at, like, she's been in everything. It's crazy. She's just been working forever. Oh yeah, she's in like every movie now. Like, she's yeah. Everything. She's every single thing. And she is truly one of the funniest people on the planet. I mean, she's, I don't know if you've ever seen like interviews with her, but like her on Ellen or her on Jimmy Fallon. Anyway, this is just, you know, we all love Sarah Paulson. There we go. Yeah, I don't know why I'm talking no. about her so much. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just where the conversation went. Yeah, that's right. We let it breathe. Yes. <laughs> well, oh. I do. I have. I hate to say this. I do have to skedaddle. That is um, unfortunately. But this was absolutely delightful. We were so yes. happy for giving us as much time as you have. And I do have one final thing I have to yes, say. Yes, of course. Um, yeah. Pookie wants you to know that you are the bee's knees. Pookie? Yes. Pookie. <laughs> so is his, so I have to, I, my husband's name is Dickie. And that's a, that's his real name. What is, is Pookie's real name Pookie? No, Pook, uh, Pookie's real name is Darren, but I <laughs> called him Pookie when we first started dating almost 11 years ago, uh, as a joke. And then it stuck. Cause oh. I was trying to think of the most annoying nickname you can give someone. <laughs> 
and then it stuck. And the funny thing is now that we have a child, um, there's this author who makes little board books about this little pig named Little Pookie. Oh Oh my God. (laughs) We just bought scary Pookie. No, Spooky Pookie. I know, I know Spooky. That is so funny. I completely know those board books. Oh my God. That's so funny. So I'm like, we have to buy all of these books. I also feel like he has to go as Pookie the pig for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, um, I Pictures. haven't, I haven't convinced him that we need to take her trick or treating, uh, just yet, but we definitely need to, despite you absolutely, the fact ugh. that she can't eat the candy, but guess um, who can? Yeah. <laughs> Mama worked hard for that candy, okay? <laughs> he was like, oh my god, having a kid means I'm going to have to be social, doesn't it? And I'm like, yes, oh. it does. Isn't that it. so funny? I'm like, oh wait, I'm also married to Pookie, it turns out. Hearing that detail, I'm like, oh. Okay, no, I think we have the same, we have the same husband. Oh, that's cool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well... Kate, we thank you again very much for coming by. You are welcome back anytime. We would thank love to you. have you on again. You um, know that I know how to work Discord on my phone now, so that's great. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. we got it now. Um, I'm delighted. Like, I'm delighted. Thad didn't come in and yell at me about it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We'll see what we can do next time. We'll reach yeah, out to you. Him too. If you guys could get him out there, that'd be. Perfect. <laughs> um, would you like to uh anything you'd like to plug any events you've got coming up or your social media anything like that i Go wish ahead. i oh thank you um i wish i had a stand-up gig on the rosters uh i do think i'm going to have a stand-up gig sometime in the future for anybody that's in la uh and know at the federal bar but um, i don't have a date for that yet um and my social media it's katest mom ever like my name kate est katest mom ever um, and a lot of those videos, I'm just sort of playing like a know-it-all mom character, um, like sort of like a heightened, like what I see around LA, especially. Um, <laughs> and nice. uh, I'm, yeah, I'm sort of making fun of influencers with like the makeup tutorials with like makeup <laughs> with horrible yeah. makeup tips. So, um, and then Twitter, I'm very new to Twitter, so I'm not great at it. Jay, that's how you and I met. And uh, you can attest to this. I'm terrible about getting onto twitter and communicating with people so but I, every once in a while i remember that it's there so <laughs> but kate's yeah, mom ever there right, as well though. yeah Boom. yeah <laughs> um but you well, guys are awesome uh, thank you so much yeah yeah once again thank here. you thank you and caitlin congrats on your baby thank you it's the worst best time of your life <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everybody, once again, that is Kate Mulligan. Uh, thank you again so much, Kate. And, uh, thank you. We'll definitely have you again. And, Great. uh, uh, we'll be right back here on After Live after this short promo break for some other Merc with a Movie blog shows. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, oh, oh, or the emotional retirement of the Shire Wolf, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hi. 
everyone. This is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's names, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back, and be sure to check out those shows, and uh, also go to Merc with a Movie Blog online, MerkWithTheMovieBlog.com. You can get some other stuff there. Um, boy, guys, that was great having Kate on, wasn't it? That was a blast. Oh, it was amazing. That, that was, was yeah, she's so awesome. awesome. I love her. Yep, <laughs> yep very good time. Um, but uh, let us get into the week of Collider Live now. Um they came back uh, Monday and talked about the Emmys, which was Sunday night. And uh, I know Sarah's got something to say about the uh, about the Emmys here. Uh, what do you got? Oh, I don't know. I just I love award shows. Um, I didn't actually watch the Emmys, but I love <laughs> I love award <laughs> shows. Um, I usually like I'll usually watch Golden Globes, Oscars, like those ones. But I really wanted to watch the Emmys this year, but I just didn't for some reason. But that's okay. I had Twitter to kind of update me on everything. And um, for some reason, I tend to get, like, super heated, even if I haven't seen half the shows that the people were nominated for. And I'll do the, like, I think Christian says his mother-in-law does the thing, like, oh, well, they shouldn't have won, even though she hasn't, like, seen the show. I do that all the time. Um so that's kind of what I did for this Emmys. I was like, I don't think that person should have won. I don't think that show should have won, um, even though I only saw, like, two of the shows. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 Just saying. I also find it very oh funny gosh. that Game of Thrones totally got, like, wiped out, and I just think there's either some conspiracy going on, or I don't know, <laughs> like... It was probably just everyone being so mad about the last season. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know who votes on the Emmys, like what body that is. Um, but if they were as pissed off as the general public was, they were probably like, no, they're not getting awards. But it's still one best drama. So that's what confuses me is like, you're not going to. All the individual pieces weren't good enough, but. Overall, well, it was the yeah, best. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you've got an Academy Award goes like to, you know, you got your best director and your best picture are two different movies, and it's kind of yeah. like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I still don't understand like, those. I still don't also don't understand the difference between sound mixing and sound editing, but that, that's oh, obviously no just idea. a Kalen problem. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, no, I have no idea. Like, I, I don't understand that, but... um. I don't know. I just thought I thought it was interesting, and yeah, I just I feel I feel like I'm the only one maybe that just gets super heated about these award shows, and I love to hear like other people talk about their opinions. And then when Christian was like, "Okay, we're not going to talk about it," I was like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever. Sometimes you, I hate uh, it when he does that, like just because he doesn't want to talk too. about something, and then he makes them talk about crap. Like Kate has to sit there and just nod, like uh. Yeah, I totally know what's going on when they're talking about, like, Spider-Man or whatever. Yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> it's like, if they could all veto something, they would never have anything to talk about. Yeah, for real. 
Well, yeah, I didn't watch the. Uh, well, I've never watched the Emmys anyway. When I was a kid, I used to love watching the Academy Awards, but I never, I've never watched the Emmys or Golden Globes or Tonys or anything like that before. Oh, the Tonys! I forgot about the Tonys. I don't watch that either. <laughs> um, so when I was younger, I remember I watched the Academy Awards the year that the movie Whale Rider won. For best picture. Oh my gosh. And I remember this because I remember thinking, now this is when I was young and naive and thinking, well, if it won the Academy Award, it must be an amazing movie. <laughs> so I, oh, went, yes. <laughs> I went to my local movie gallery, which was the movie rental store, and mm-hmm. I rented it. And that movie was the most boring piece of shit I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Oh, oh man. Then I was very resentful towards the Academy Awards for a good while after that, until I got became an adult and realized that a lot That's of the hilarious. people voting on them are like pretentious assholes who don't yeah. know what normal people like, like eight year old men, like white oh men. My God. No, yes, old You're white so... men, old white men, white men. Just, I'm almost just... one of them. <laughs> oh my God. Would you have voted for it, Jay? <laughs> if you had What's the chance. That? Would you have voted for that movie if you had the chance back then? I don't even know what the hell movie that is, to be honest. <laughs> You're not missing anything. <laughs> oh, God, such oh, sad. Oh, man. Fuck me. Oh, wow. The Emmys, everybody. <laughs> the Emmys. Well, the good thing about the Emmys did break like a few things like the um the one guy was the first african-american openly gay man to win acting in a drama billy porter i think so like they were definitely like breaking some barriers and different shows were winning i think people expect it like veep to win everything and it didn't like there's definitely in game of thrones people thought game of thrones was gonna win everything and it didn't <laughs> so they definitely did like shake things up as opposed to like i hate watching the oscars when i know every year like who's gonna win what category because it's just boring I don't know. yeah, yeah I, I can like see that year, i did like the year they read the wrong movie oh my oh, god yeah. i was screaming at the tv oh that was so was like, good what's happening what's I happening was, that year i was sitting in a hotel room in las vegas on my own watching that and going what the hell is happening yeah like <laughs> Like, I don't, oh. I don't know. I don't get this. So it, that was fun. I wasn't it almost around the same time that what's his face read the wrong name at the Miss Universe pageant. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that Harvey. was the yeah. year. Yeah, yes. Steve Harvey. I was going to say Paul Harvey, but he's a different person by a lot. <laughs> <sighs> oh, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh. The, uh, what? <laughs> Well, that's all I have to say about it. So. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hashtag yep. afterlife. <laughs> all right. Well, Sarah, Sarah, are you gonna stick around with us, or are you really gonna are you really gonna leave us? I'm really gonna leave you because it's family vacation time. So, Ooh, oh, I know. see how it is. Family and vacation are more important than us. I'm sorry, guys. No, no, no. Thanks. Thanks for being on uh, for uh, for as long as you can. And thanks for sneaking away from the family. Oh, yeah, no problem. They're all asleep. I just kind of <laughs> snuck away. Um, you know, it's cool, fine. Cool. 
Well, we will, uh, we, uh, we hear it after live and the listeners will, uh, hear you next week. Yes. So absolutely. have a great night and, uh, thanks Thank for, you. uh, thanks for joining us with, uh, with Kate tonight. Oh, no problem. It was fun. Okay. See you guys next week. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, Sarah. Right. Bye. You guys too. Um, jumping back into Collider Live here, this is one of the fun ones, I think, because, I mean, it doesn't, like we were talking about with Kate, it doesn't have anything to do with movies or entertainment. Exactly. Um, dude, it's about time, uh, at least in my mind, I've always known that UFOs and that kind of stuff are real. I mean, come on, dude, of course they are. Um, but the Navy finally came out and said that they're real. But they're calling them what unidentified uh, aerial phenomenon, I think, is what they're calling them. Something, Something like, that, yeah. like that. Yeah. They just changed the letters. Yeah, yeah, so it doesn't sound as, as nutty bar. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> nutty bar. Uh, they uh they they asked the question what what they would do the crew if uh aliens came to earth um i think they pretty much determined christian was the only one who would make it out alive uh, uh what would you guys do if you know we've got the the uh uh independence day scenario just spaceships come and they're they're hovering what are you guys going to do oh i'm going to die real fast like I'm, but I, I'm clumsy. I'm loud. I have no, uh, nature skills or, you know, I, I don't know that I could, uh, I can't shoot a gun. Well, I probably could. I mean, I think anyone can shoot a gun. I just, you know, the whole like the safety and the whatever and which bullets go in it. And I don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> So, oh God. and my husband, in trouble. because of the clumsiness, won't, does not want me to learn to do those things. So, yeah, I'm pretty much screwed. And I, I don't do so well without, like, like, you know, if you're going to survive, you probably have to go hide, right? Right, right. Yeah. And I'm not going to do so well, like, in the nature and stuff like that. So, and I don't know how to be quiet. I'm really scared of bugs. Yeah. It's just, it Pretty won't be good. Pretty much you're just going to hang out in your house and wait for them to just end you. Yeah. Um, but m- more than likely I'll die in some sort of accident. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. oh, wow. Well, oh. I love that. What would you do if aliens came? Um, I'd probably die in an accident before they even did anything. <laughs> I'm a clumsy fuck. That's what I am. Oh, I wow. Am. Oh, wow. Mike, tell me you got a better plan than that. <laughs> no, see, I was thinking about this. It depends on what kind of aliens we're talking about here because you said Independence Day, but I was thinking signs, those kind of aliens. Ooh, they're true. Or, or they're like... Uh, they can't get through door, wooden doors. Like they can't go through, go through wood. They're that like so stupid. And water hurts them. So I'll be like, I will have like my water guns ready, just to, ready to shoot the aliens if they're like <laughs> prone to water. But then I'll have a, I'll have a bunker too to hide in. You know, I'll just have a big old bunker. I'll hide in there. And if they come in, I'm like, you motherfucker, I'm ready. I'm just gonna shoot you with my water gun. You're in a bunker. You've only got one entrance for sure. So exactly. So. So it's yeah. like a matter of time before it, it happens. So not See, much. In, in the, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say down here is not so good for bunkers. 
because our ground stays so moist that we can't have things like basements or anything because mold will just grow in them. So it's just, it's not a good time. There are no basements. There aren't a lot of, there's some, a few people have storm shelters, but that's about it. I mean, that's kind of what you need, but they're few and far between. So you really are screwed. We really, really are. Oh my God. You're in the worst spot ever. Yeah, I'm along the lines with Mike there, you know, get my friends and family and then go somewhere underground. Um, We've got Wright Pat Air Force Base right here in Dayton, but I'm not looking to go toward the Air Force Base. So I would go opposite direction of them and look for some caves. Probably there are some caves around here and down in Kentucky. So maybe do that. Now, if but they definitely water, get my friends and family first of all. Yeah. All right, of course. Now, now if they're not water friendly, then I've got the ocean right there. I'm going out in the Gulf of Mexico. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, the yeah. science the science aliens are just so stupid. It's like, why would you invade a planet that's like sixty percent or eighty percent covered in water? It's like so stupid. <laughs> but like I said, these aliens, we don't know about what they are and how much technology. They're Independence Day aliens, and then we're fucking screwed. Yeah. What if they were sign aliens, but they came during Waterworld, like the movie Waterworld, <laughs> and then they just got here and be like, dude, what? Well, that's a wasted trip. Let's that, go back that, home. That's a gross. <laughs> they're going to die of natural causes, so that's a, that's a easy peasy. Um, speaking of Independence Day, I just saw that movie in the last few months. And she totally should have died in that little room uh, when the fire came. And I don't know what I'm trying to say. But she's in, like, a little room. And the – the um, what's her name? Um, Will Smith's old lady and, and the little kid and the dog, you mean? Yes. They when they jumped in that room in the tunnel. Oh, that, oh, that alleyway you're talking about? Yeah. Fire isn't just going to move forward. Well, they yeah. jumped into a maintenance room, didn't they? And then shut the door behind them? They yeah. did not shut the door. Yeah, they oh, did. Oh, I, I can't no, remember. No, they didn't. They didn't shut the door. They watched the fire keep going. Yeah. And the fire would have turned into the room. Uh, obviously, Independence Day is not hyper-realistic. <laughs> so no. You're not going to be like, they're not going to be like, oh, let's make sure the flames go straight <laughs> instead of going into the room. I don't know. I just had to, I had to complain about that. That was on my heart today. <laughs> well, my complaint is that the aliens didn't have enough eyes. Everyone knows that those kind of aliens have more eyes than what they had. Everyone Everybody knows. Everybody knows that. Oh, God. <laughs> and, that's a good... and everyone talks about how, like, that's the most amazing speech, like, of a president. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't that great. Have you ever seen the movie The American President? He gives a great speech at the end of that movie. That's because Aaron Sorkin wrote that, and Aaron Sorkin is a genius. He wrote The American President? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that movie has got some great dialogue in it, some great little monologuing from everyone. And it's got three F-bombs, but it's only rated PG-13. Wow. Yeah. That's surprising. Fun factoid. I know random facts about movies, but they're never going to be movie trivia schmodown questions. You never know. They could be listening to this very podcast and be like, hey, let's use that for a question. Write it down. 
which movie written by Aaron Sorkin has three F-bombs in it, but is only rated PG-13? <laughs> that would be such a trick question, too. Oh, my God. They'd, they'd all be like, what the hell is this kind of question? Exactly. person on the planet who knows the answer. Exactly. <laughs> just like, I, can see, like, <laughs> I can see, like, Roka just hearing that question, like, what the fuck is this question? <laughs> Give me a new question. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, um, spe- perfect segue here. Speaking of Independence Day, mm-hmm. um, it, well, did you guys? Will Smith has done one Netflix movie that Bright. Have you guys yeah. seen that movie? Yeah, it was fine. Like it wasn't the worst thing. You in know, the world. I, 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 mean, couldn't, I wouldn't I watch couldn't, it. Again, I couldn't. It was just. Uh, I, I mean, didn't. Uh, I would have been upset if I had paid good money and went to a theater and was like, mm, this wasn't worth it. Yeah. But at home on my couch, you know. Yeah, it's Netflix though. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was fine. I mean, it wasn't earth shatteringly great or anything, but I wasn't like bored to tears. Yeah. He's got a new one coming out where he's playing gangster Nikki Barnes. Um, I've never heard of Nikki Barnes, but nope. it sounds very good. And I, I Googled a picture of Nikki Barnes and it looks like it's a good casting fit for him. Um, but they, uh, but this begged the question, uh, what is our favorite Will Smith movie? Is he's done quite a few good movies. Um, I, I personally, I wouldn't count Independence Day as a Will Smith movie. It's more of an ensemble movie that he's in. But um, I, I got to go with I Am Legend. Um, oh, I, I just, hate that movie. Really, I, I, I like that movie. I don't know why. Um, I, Robot, I don't really like at all. Um, and, and of course, like the uh, the West movie, the Wild Wild West or whatever. No, thank you. Oh, come on. Um, not a big fan of the Men in Black. Um, <gasps> oh, yeah. dear you. Sorry, but the I Am Legend. I think it's the dog. It's the dog and well, the, it's the always weird the dog. zombies that it's win the. It's always the fucking dog. That's always the dog, man. I mean, I am legend, John Wick. I mean, it's always the goddamn dog that gets you in. Yeah, it is. It is. And then they always end up killing the dog, and then it's sad. Exactly. They get you in in the heart, you know, the emotion cords. This is like, yeah, we have this puppy and our dog, and they're just going to rip it right out of your fucking heart. And just like, Ugh. that's how the movie goes. <laughs> yep. Pretty so- much. I haven't actually seen a lot of his movies, if I'm being honest. Okay. Um, and the ones I have seen, I would all classify as just okay. Like, well, except for I Am Legend. That's a snooze fest. Oh my god. I don't know how you like that movie. Um, but I recall seeing Wild Wild West. I was like eight years old. So, I mean, I don't know if it's good or not because I was seeing it through eight-year-old lenses. And those are not trustworthy. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, I, I'm looking at his filmography now. For as popular as he is, I just haven't seen a lot of his filmography, which is weird. I don't know why. 
I'll be honest. I don't think I don't think he's done a whole lot of really great movies. I think he's a good actor, but overall, the movies that he's in, he he does good in for the most part. I think, but they're not. But the the movie itself, I don't think are really. I don't know. Aren't really the best. Uh, I mean, Bad Boys. Obviously, those movies are very entertaining. Well, yeah, and if my Josh McCugos here, he'd be like, "Bad Boys Two is my favorite Will Smith yep. movie." Yep, I've for never sure. seen them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like I like Bad Boys One and Two actually. But yeah, I don't know if bad. I do or not. I but see, that. here's the thing about me: I'm a huge fan of the Men in Black franchise. I love the first Men in Black. I remember uh, hearing the theme song by Will Smith in elementary school, and we used to dance to that in, in gym class. So I have a huge connection with it overall. So now just, there, there is a VHS tape out there somewhere of me little, like three, four years old, dancing around in my living room, and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air is on in the background. Which, I, <laughs> I think is I don't even know if it's an argument that Fresh Prince of Bel Air has been his greatest work. Uh, yeah. Oh well. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't say he does do some emotional acting because there's there's one episode where he, uh, uh, one episode where he actually meets his dad after a long time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that yep. and when he breaks down and cries, mm-hmm. that scene alone, that is some acting chops from Will Smith. That's a good episode. Yeah. But yeah. Fresh Prince Bel Air is actually a really good outing for him, going from music career to acting at least. So, so yeah, I don't know a lot about him. <laughs> well, that's all right. He's—I mean—he's not done. He's got a pretty good. Uh, he's got a pretty good solid filmography. It's just like I said. He's—I think he's a good actor. It's just the movies that he's in overall. I don't really care for the movies. Right. But he is a def, he is definitely a good actor. And I mean, I'll watch, I'm not opposed to watching anything that he's in. So I'll definitely watch whatever he's in. And you tell me he's playing, you know, an actual real life person, uh, a gangster. Dude, bring it on. That sounds really interesting to me. Yeah. So, Wayne, I got a question for you. What's up? So next up in the notes here, how do you spell Goldblum? Uh, probably not the way I spelled it. I, because, listeners, in the notes, because the next thing, I'll, I'll say it for us to talk about. <laughs> I'll say it for us to talk about here. Because uh, the next on the list is, um, Collider actually broke that for Jurassic World 3, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum are coming back. And the way he spelt Goldblum is Goldblum phonetically. So B-L-O-O-M. <laughs> It's not, it's, 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 it's not, it's not gold bloom. It's gold blum, which is with a U-M. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's with a U-M instead of a O-O-M. Well, in his, in, in the defense of Jay Wade, they all say gold bloom, even though that's not how, I mean. I know, it's weird. It's like, yeah. I, I mean, go. Hey, Amen. That is, you know, Mike. That is not the first spelling error that I've I know. Had. <laughs> I know, and I want to point that out to our listeners here. So, <laughs> um, so what do we th- what do we think about this news from Collider? Um, Laura Dern can do anything she wants in my book. So, if she wants to come back and 
uh, sh- there's no way that they can do anything except elevate a Jurassic World movie because the less the one and two have been less than great. They've been fine, but um, not the best thing in the world, in my opinion. Um, I also really don't like Bryce Dallas Howard as an actress. As a person, she seems very, very sweet and bubbly and everything, but she just grates my nerves. But I can't, I, I don't mean to. Like, she seems like the sweetest person in the world, but I need her to go do something else with her life. But anyway, um, I think this sounds amazing. I hope that it helps. But what the heck are they going to do? All the dinosaurs are everywhere. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well, like they said on Collider Live, they, they can't get those three characters to go to the dinosaurs. They're bringing the dinosaurs to them. Yeah. Could be. I, mean, I think it's about time that the dinosaurs will be off the frickin' island. It's, a, it's way past time. It should have been like that for Jurassic World 2. They should have been off the island. You mean Jurassic Park 2? So, well, I mean, back then, yeah, but we're well past that, so. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. New, in the new movies, in Jurassic World, well, too, they should have, by then, at least, should have had them all. You know, the, the dinosaurs are taking over the the other parts of the world and having to deal with the people, and people are having to deal with them, and just they drug it on way too long. They could have done a lot more cooler stuff if they'd done it earlier, I think. I mean, the closest we got to that was in Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World, when they transferred that T-Rex to San Diego, and they had that spree in San Diego, and the the T-Rex ate a dog (laughs) in the backyard. Of course, the dog. (laughs) The dog. (laughs) That scene just, like, totally, like, came out of nowhere. You see the backyard pool, and the dog's like, yep, 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 yep. All of a sudden, T-Rex jumps it, and the dog's, like, on a chain on the doghouse, and you see the doghouse banging from the T-Rex. I tell you, movies with dogs, they just want to kill them all, just to get our emotions. Hey, it works. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I'm, I'm down for this. Uh, this is definitely the best news for this franchise in a long time. Um, it'll be great. And they're saying that one of them's going to die. I, I would say it's definitely going to be Sam Neill. That would make sense. I can see that. Because he's actually like, like I, I, if you were to peg a main character of the Jurassic Park movies, Sam Neill would have to be the main main character, to be honest. Because Jeff Goldblum yeah. was like a side character and Laura Dern, I, she would be like co-lead at most. But yeah, Sam Neill was like the main character in Jurassic Park. So Yeah, I, I mean, okay. And I was super confused watching the first Jurassic Park because I totally thought, oh, I should say I just saw the original first Jurassic Park. Actually, the whole first trilogy, like... Uh-huh. I, in the last like six months or year or something. Uh-huh. And I was real confused. I thought they were like a married couple. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. No, no. I was so confused because at the, and then the second what? one or the third one or something, the third one. you meet her husband and kid. And then I'm like, 
wait, what? And my husband's like, they were never a couple. I'm like, I thought yeah. they were a married couple who went no. exploring together. No, no, no. I don't know. I I made assumptions, I guess. I mean, in, in the in that original film, uh, Jeff Goldblum's like freaking flirting with Lauren Dern in, in the Jeep on the way to whatever. There's like a bit there where he's just like touching like the, talking about like the chaos theory and doing the water thing on her yeah. hand. It's like, that's yeah. major flirting. I know, but Sam Neill looks major annoyed, so I thought that it was like a, <laughs> a get off of my woman kind of thing. Uh, oh, I don't know. I, mean, I, proje- just I projected real. my own assumptions onto that movie and got real confused. I mean, yeah, Jurassic World and Jurassic Park, that franchise, they, they dropped, dropped the ball with that a long time ago. Yeah. But, speak, oh, but speaking of uh, dropping the ball. Oh, yeah. Huge ball was dropped by Disney. It's true. It's true. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, it's just, it, it is, it is so true, dude. And, and I don't care. I'm going to jump on the um, George Lucas uh, hating bandwagon here for a second because it is true, man. He he sold uh, Lucasfilm, okay? Look at it like this. I I build a car from scratch. It's like, uh, say, a 32 Ford. I build a 32 Ford from scratch. Um, I, I do it custom up. I do it how I want it to be. It's my baby. For whatever reason, it doesn't matter the reason, for whatever reason, I decide to sell my baby car, this 32 Ford that I made and built from my from my own imagination and my two hands, I sell it to Mike for a whole lot of money. Then after I sell it to Mike, I feel that I'm somehow entitled to come back and tell Mike how he should work on the car and do improvements to it and the you know how he should how he should tune it how he should what kind of tires he should put on it all of this stuff no i sold it to mike it is no longer mine if i wanted to have any influence or any input on it whatsoever i never should have sold it and that's exactly how i look at this i do not feel bad for lucas whatsoever um, I think that he needs to just take his money and go home and sit down and be quiet. That's that's how I feel about it. No sympathy for him. And then on as far as whether or not Disney's dropped the ball, absolutely they've dropped the ball. That's in my mind. That's just it's just very clear. That's where I'm coming from. So, Mike, where did you get all this money to buy this car for off of Jay Wade? I don't know. Uh, maybe I found some underneath the couch cushions. I don't know. <laughs> Just some random luck. Like, ooh, money. I could buy a car now. <laughs> but that makes sense what I said, though, right? It, it, it is. Yeah. It's, it's a perfect analogy for it. It actually makes a lot of sense. And, yeah, it, I mean... You sold out, man. You sold your property to another company, and it's not your responsibility anymore. You, do you, you shouldn't have no input whatsoever. Do you think Kevin Feige is being po- like positioned to take over? Uh, see, that's a good question. Because he's doing MCU right now, and he's doing a great job with MCU, but he... 
if he does Star Wars and he's doing a Star Wars movie, so if, it depends on how good the movie is. If it's going in the right direction and he can make it work because of that movie, go for it. I, I can see that because he's always doing so well with MCU. So, but if it flops, that this will tell us that Kevin Feige can't do two things at once. He can't manage MCU and do a Star Wars movie. Well, my big worry is this. Kevin Feige kind of, I, I don't know the full history, but he's really been in the whole Marvel thing from day one, right? Yes, exactly. So my worry is just because he could build that from the beginning, he built it right from the start. I don't know if he could do the same magic doing damage control. It's sort of like. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say like Ron Howard taking over solo. Like we don't like, we don't blame him for what happened with solo, you know, because we know that he was sort of trying to pick up the pieces and mush things together. So nobody blames him, but he also didn't work magic you know, and make something amazing out of it. So I don't know if Feige could make the same magic happen because they're already down a certain path and he can't, he can only redirect them so much. Mm -hmm. It depends on what the Star Wars film is and he's producing it, mind you. He's not directing it because with his previous announcements of people doing Star Wars movies, they've always been directors and not producers. Right. So right. depends on who the director is for Kevin Feige's produced Star Wars movie. It could be a hit or miss. Right. So I'm just thinking in terms of maybe, you know, they're starting with one movie, but they're really going to transition him to have a bigger role or maybe behind the scenes, he's already helping kind of with big picture ideas. Probably. And, but obviously what you've already done, you have to stick to, like you mm-hmm. can't undo it. So I don't know. I'm Star Wars is not my, like, it's not a, it's a world. I feel like I visit, not a world that I feel like I'm a citizen of, Same. you know, it's not, yeah, it's not my, my thing. It's not part of me, but I've enjoyed some stuff. I've not enjoyed other stuff. But I would love to have some consistently better stuff because, you know, when I do enjoy something, I go back and revisit all the time. I watch The Force Awakens over and over again all the time. I really love that movie. So, I um, like it too. Yeah, I really, and I have tried to rewatch Last Jedi and it's rough. And I want to like it, but I can't be on board. So I feel well, like I'm one of the negative people. But I don't want to be. At least you're not like Sean and you think Last Jedi is good. (laughs) (laughs) No, we shouldn't make fun of him. He's not here to defend himself. But that's all right. (laughs) One great thing that Kevin Feige is doing in the MCU universe is, uh, well, I don't know how much he actually was involved in this, but they brought Spidey back in. He's still Mm going to be in the MCU. So... How are we feeling about this? Super excited. Not surprised, really. I mean, well, Sony knows that Sony knows that they need to keep him in the MC. They're not stupid. So it, it was just a matter of time, really, I think. This whole matter should have been kept private. 
whatsoever because it was like, oh no, Spider-Man's not going to be an MCU. Oh no, they need to renegotiate and give us some time and boom, here we are. We have him back with a third film and appearance in an upcoming untitled Marvel movie. So I, th- I think them bringing it out in the public was really just like a dick measuring contest. Like, you know, yeah. they were just playing chicken with each other to see who was going to break first. And yeah, for sure, um, it sounds like they kind of landed somewhere in the middle, which is what they needed to do to begin with. Exactly. Um, so that's really good. Or, you know, and it, I think everyone knew eventually they were going to come to some sort of deal or they weren't. And Sony was going to crash and burn because yeah. of it, because oh, yeah. they obviously cannot do this by themselves. Yes, if Sony would have continued down the path of them keeping Spider-Man, they would have blew it big time, and I think everyone knows it. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know about you, but today I was super disappointed because I was really hoping to see finished footage of Josh McCuga being scared shitless at Universal Horror Nights. It was too, but then it makes sense that it was just last night. Oh yeah, it takes time to make this video. Okay, there's editing, there's sound design, there's making it for YouTube. It doesn't take a whole day. I mean, okay, or, well, all of my now. videos, all of my videos are made on an iPhone. There's no editing, so I don't know this stuff. But uh, I cannot wait. Until it's released, and we are oh, definitely yeah. talking about it next week because I'm oh. sure it is amazing. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. we'll go for we'll sure. go in detail with that shit. I oh, I, I, I can't God. wait. We'll do like a play by play of it for sure because oh. it is yeah. going to be legendary. Definitely I, looking forward to that. I want to go see a scary movie with Josh so bad. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Oh. So the the very first movie I ever saw with my husband was Quarantine. And we, it wasn't just us. It was another couple and we weren't dating. Like we were just all going to a movie and that was the night we met. And the movie was terrible, but the best part was the dude sitting behind us completely losing his shit. (laughs) Like he was commentating. He was going, Oh no, I wouldn't go in that room with all them rats and everything. And. He was just the best part of that whole movie experience. So I feel like that's what it would be like with Josh McCuga. Yeah. So oh, we need it to would go be see so a, much fun. But we need to see a really bad, scary movie with him. Like <laughs> Quarantine. That was real or, bad. Uh, or, um, oh, what's that one movie? The, uh, the Annabelle movie. Uh, one of them was really terrible. I can't remember which one it was, but I quit watching it. Annabelle was bad, but The Nun was bad, too. Oh, yeah, that was bad. I quit watching that, too. Yeah, but the first Annabelle was real bad. Annabelle um, Creation? Annabelle Creation was okay. And I haven't seen the most recent one, so I don't know. But, um, yeah, I think he... He made it sound like he's seen The Conjuring already, uh, based off of what he said, made a comment he made, but I would love to see him watch that movie because that movie scares me to death. I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I still haven't seen parts of it because it's so scary. It is pretty freaky, yeah. Yes. 
Oh my god. Ah, ugh. It's too late at night for me to be thinking about this. <laughs> let's talk about something else. Yes, let's talk about something else. Okay. You know, so some- you know, you know what's freaky? The no. freaky thing about this week is that uh, there was a, a interview that Roxy did with a certain celebrity, and Felicia Day was one, one of them. And the freaky thing yeah. was she sounds exactly like Perry Nimeroff. Like, those two sound so much alike. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that, too. And I've been a fan of Felicia Day's for a long time, but I never noticed that until it was pointed out this week about she and Perry sounding similar. Yeah, it's just like you just, like, switch between. Cause like, cause after I uh, watched that interview with Felicia Day, where she was promoting her new book, of all things, uh, which I'll probably pick up a copy uh, as yeah, soon as me possible. Too, and I don't read, but it sounds great. <laughs> yeah, it's not. If you look at it, so I've already pre-ordered it, and um, I was about to say Perry because y'all just said Perry. But what Roxy was saying is that's what it sort of looks like. It's not really a book you read; it's like a workbook that you work through. Oh, oh, embrace your weirdness. I get the title of the book, I guess. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, okay. I'm excited. And. Like within it is is I guess sporadic like uh prose of you know her explaining something and then you do something like there's activities built into it so I already pre-ordered it because it just seemed like a fun little thing to sit and do you know a little at a time but she's so like cute and. Sweet, and that was just like the best interview. And I don't really like watching the interviews a lot of times, and I don't even right. watch all of them sometimes. Um, there's many of them that I just turn off. And but I really, really liked that one. And speaking of interviews, um, what's his face's hair is really blonde. <laughs> I was like, just oh, thinking really about blonde. that. Cody um, Rhodes. <laughs> yes, I'm like. That is the blondest hair I've ever seen in my life. And his wife is beautiful. So I don't know why she's letting him be that blonde. Oh, my gosh. Explain to him that he does not need that much color in his hair. Because she's looking all natural and beautiful. So Let the man do what he wants with his fucking hair. Jesus Uh, Christ. (laughs) We are on a podcast. We are not here. To just tell people to do what they want to do. We're here to be critical of other people's <laughs> life choices. You're just oh, so much. Man. Just when you mentioned it, like, during the week, I was like, really? You're going to talk about his bleached hair? Fuck's sake. <laughs> it was the only it, thing I could look at. He, he had a full, thick set of hair, though, like, uh, like yes. Yodi does. He has some excellent hair. I bet it would look great in its natural color. That is his natural color. I don't think so. Have you ever seen Village of the Damned? No. Oh. Well, you that? should. It's a there's a, an original and then there's a remake, but um it's just there's this village and all the kids are they all have like bleach blonde hair and blue eyes and they're all it turns out they're all aliens or something shit weird and they control. Aliens they can control shit. humans, and they start making humans kill themselves, and and they start like running the town against their parents and all that. It's crazy. Oh my god, 
That sounds yeah. terrible. Christopher Reeves was in the uh, remake. Him and uh, uh, what's the woman who was from Cheers? Uh, not Shelley Long. Leah. Oh, Kirstie Alley. Yes, yes, they were in the remake. Oh. But uh, I prefer the original. I think the original is in black and white. Oh. That makes sense, yeah. Then how do you know that they're blonde children? It was in the um, remake. In the remake. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't the original. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do you tell you that the hair is all blonde? If Although, blonde. anyway, <laughs> you can still tell, though, even though it's in black and white. So. Oh, but that oh is god. a good question. Oh. oh my god. Oh man. Um <laughs> uh we're gonna we're gonna cover one more thing here before we wrap it up tonight. A uh, little fun question for us. Uh Christian was talking earlier this week about uh taking his daughter to see Rod Stewart and how that'll be her first concert. Um what was the first concert that that uh that you guys went to as kids? Can remember? I don't think I ever went to a concert until I was a teenager. Well still who was it though? I'm trying to think if it was my first concert. It was um it was like a Christian band of some sort. Um, it was not a particularly large concert. That was probably my first one. Now, the next one I went to was like a festival, um, a country mm-hmm. festival over in, um, at LSU called Bio Country Superfest. And that was in college. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like a two day thing. Speaking of country music, I think Josh is a closeted country music fan who just, uh, gets all defensive whenever he uh, <laughs> has to admit that he knows something related to country music and blame Amanda <laughs> as if it's something to be embarrassed about. Obviously there are people who listen to country music or it wouldn't be as popular as it is. Well, so. it, I like real country music. I just don't like that on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, what know. was y'all's first concert? Um, my first concert was the Beach Boys in Houston when I was a real little kid, like real the little. Beach Boys. Yeah. Whoa. Still love the Beach Boys. Whoa. Yep, and I mean, I'm talking little kid. This was when I lived in Houston, so I was probably three, four, five years old, somewhere around in there. Yeah, we just weren't concert people, I suppose. What about you, Mike? So this is going to be close to actually I wasn't a kid I wasn't uh I was adult I was a young adult when I went to my first concert it was almost 10 years ago uh I went to see ACDC Oh wow Best first concert ever to ever go to because that that band my god so rockin they had everything they had the cannons you know they shot like blanks and it was like fire it was like smoke in there. They had like a big inflatable come out. It was like a big theatrical uh concert. It was like it blew my mind and afterwards my ears were like ringing because it was so fucking loud. Because <laughs> because awesome. not not only it was like loud music from ACDC but it was like mind you the cannons blaring off like oh yeah dur- during uh oh what the hell is that song 
for those about to rock, we salute you. That song is where the cannons come in. They just and it's like really loud, and it's like so. Afterwards, like, huh? What'd you say? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I love concerts. I haven't been to one for years, but uh, I love going to shows. Yeah, um, they're fun. Rod Stewart, though, I I must say, I would never go see Rod Stewart even <laughs> if someone bought my ticket and drove me there and bought me food and paid for all the gas and everything. I wouldn't go if they did all that and they paid me money to go. I still would refuse. But I mean, I I just, I can't stand Rod Stewart. I can't, I can't stand the way he looks. I can't stand the way he moves. I can't stand his music. Well, there you go. Getting into the critical spirit. Um, so I can't, I can't, where I know who he is. Sweet Caroline. Ba, ba, oh, ba, no. ba, that is not Rod Stewart, dude. Who is that? That's um Neil Diamond, dude. Really? Um, I, I get those two confused. Caroline. <laughs> then who is Rod Stewart? Because I was with him. I was just going to believe him. No. Um, Rod Stewart. Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say to you. That's Rod Stewart. Uh, that's only vaguely familiar. Well, uh, that's my point. <laughs> Why are you going to take your kid to Rod Stewart as a first concert is beyond me. But He's that's punishing cool. her. That's cool. <laughs> he wants her to forever have to tell people that her first concert was Rod Stewart. Wow. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> do you think I'm sexy? If you um, want my body, you think I'm sexy. I thought you were asking, and I was going to be like, I, I, I haven't seen you in person, so I'm not sure. <laughs> no, it's one of his songs. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Even I got that. Yes, that's a song. <laughs> oh, my, God, oh my gosh. This is, wow, everybody. This is, yeah. Um, I, I swear, Mike, uh, I just have to clarify, you were not hitting on Kalen, right? You were actually no, singing no, the Rod Stewart song. No. <laughs> She's somebody's wife. I know. That's why I call you the lovely Mike and not Kalen or Sarah the lovely Kalen or Sarah. <laughs> oh, man. And Kaylin's sitting there like, I still don't know who Rod Stewart is. I don't! <laughs> you're not missing anything. No, you're me. not, actually. Oh, right. oh my well, God. well, that's gonna, that's gonna do it for this week of Afterlife, everybody. Um, thanks again for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed having Kate on the show. Um, Sarah did not have a chance to drop her Twitter uh, following, but it's S C Bach, um, S S E A B O C K. If you want to follow Sarah and uh, Mike, where can they follow you at? Ah, uh, the people can follow me on Twitter at Mike Mixtape. I often tweet and retweet and do some random crap on there. But hey, you get to connect with me there and Instagram as well at Mike Mis- Mixtape. Also. I have a Power Rangers podcast called Into the Grid. You can follow that at Go Into the Grid on Twitter. And we, uh, Sean and I, talk about Power Rangers. So if you would like Power Rangers, come along with us.
check that out, everybody. And uh, Kaylin, where can they find you at? They can find me on Twitter at KaylinRose715. That is K-A-L-Y-N-R-O-S-E 715. Or apparently leaving comments on the SEN live chat things for uh, Christian to read out loud, even though he wouldn't read the French out loud. <laughs> yeah, today was a good day on there, and I, I liked your uh, your specific ones especially. Yes, so. and speaking of which, it's pronounced laissez-les bon temps brûlé, and it means let the good times roll. <laughs> All right. That's, that's the motto of Mardi Gras. <laughs> There you go. I believe you. You you live closer to New Orleans than I do. Oh God! (laughs) And uh, that's a good way to end off the show. (laughs) You guys can follow me on the Twitter at jwade1134. That is the letter J W A D E one one three four. And you can find this show as well as Talking Schmodown and Go Get That Rose, Sarah and I's Bachelor podcast. Um, on the Merc with a Movie blog feed on Anchor, as well as your other podcasting platforms. Just go to Anchor, much easier. You can follow Merc with a Movie blog on Twitter at Movie blog Merc, or go online to the website, MercWithAMovieBlog.com. Check all of that stuff out. And, uh, yep, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. And we will be back next week for a very, very fun episode. Uh, some Joker talk, some Universal Horror talk when they drop some videos from that. And uh, until then, everyone have a great, safe week. Bye!